This is Episode 8, Try Again. Please be advised that this episode contains themes of gaslighting, alcohol, and a car accident. Morgan? Hello? Oh, I didn't see you there. Why didn't you say anything? Is something wrong? Yes, Zach. Something is wrong. Okay. I don't know what. I wasn't out late. Clearly I didn't wake you up when I got home. Who were you hanging out with tonight? Jamie. Exactly. What's the problem with her? I've told you, like a hundred times. Jamie can only get you into trouble. A woman her age shouldn't behave the way she does. She should have more respect for herself. I mean, at least try to become a better person. But she's still the same woman she's always been for as long as I've known her. Oh, come on, Morgan. Jamie's never hurt anyone. She enjoys her lifestyle and minds her own business. What more do you want? From her, nothing. I don't like your tone. Well, tough shit. So what exactly is your goal here? You want me to give up my friendship with her? Something like that. Hey, you know, I don't exactly love Heather either, but I know she's important to you, and I respect that. I'm in my 30s, Morgan. I don't need permission from you to maintain my friendships. No, you don't. But that doesn't absolve you from the consequences. Will you please stop this whole shtick you've got going on here? This holier-than-thou nonsense. Jamie's a great friend, and I'm not going to stand here and... What the hell was that? We must have lost power. It's pitch black in here. Morgan? Real mature. I'm going to reset the breaker. Maybe that'll help. Morgan? I can't find the basement door. Would you grab a flashlight? That's odd. I can't find the wall either. The door to the garage is gone too. I should be going down the stairs, but it's all flat. Zach Fuller is the run-of-the-mill husband of his run-of-the-mill wife, Morgan. They live in a lazy house in a perfectly normal suburb wherein they squabble like all married couples do on occasion. The Fullers have had their fair share of ups and downs. But Zach can't begin to understand how many downs exist in this latest spiral, a spiral tumbling deep down into Dark Valley. Hey man, whatever happened to that girl you took to junior prom anyway? I swore it was her in the pub. Jamie, I... Didn't you drop me off at my house a few minutes ago? (laughs) Now, what sense does that make? I dropped you off and then came back and picked you up? Yeah, you're right. But I swore I was home. I got into an argument with Morgan. Zach, I mean, it's not that I don't believe you, but that definitely did not happen, so I strongly doubt your version of events. Sorry. What were you talking about before? That girl you took to prom. I thought that was her at the pub. 
I don't think so. But hey, if it was her, go for it, Jamie. I think 15 years is a long enough time that it won't be weird if you're dating her. Dating? Mm, maybe. I don't know. I don't fancy myself a one-woman kind of gal. Whatever you say. One woman would be a hell of an increase over your average. <laughs> Get out of my car, you son of a bitch. This was fun, Jamie. <laughs> Hit me up whenever you're free and we'll do it again. Tell Morgan I say hi. Yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that. Hey, Zach. How's your night in, Morgan? Fine, I guess. Who was that? Oh, it was Tyler. He got a new car. No, same car. It's dark out. It probably just looked different. Zach, why do I get the feeling you're not telling me the truth? I am. You have always been a terrible liar. I hope you weren't bold enough to have your mistress drop you off at home. What? No, I... Come on. Relax. I'm joking. But who was it? You know damn well who it was. I don't know what you're getting at, Morgan, but this feels like an interrogation. An unnecessary one. After the argument we had the last time I hung out with her? Since apparently lying to your wife about your whereabouts in your company is no big deal, I'd say the interrogation is quite warranted, wouldn't you? Maybe you should be asking yourself why your husband feels like he has to lie to you. You still haven't answered my question. Who did you go out with tonight? It was Jamie. But somehow I think you already knew that. Ah, uh, no wonder you lied to me. I thought you were done with her. When did I say that? The other night, when we argued about her. Oh, now you remember when you blew up at me for no reason. No reason! No reason! You demean yourself by even being seen with her. She's been working in the home entertainment section of that shitty electronics store for, what, 15 years? And she spends all of her money on booze and hookups and seemingly entertaining your sorry ass. We already had this fight, Morgan, and I'm not having it again. Sure, she has good times, but she's a good person. You're exaggerating. We've never fought about Jamie before. But you just said we did a minute ago. No. This is all news to me. You hadn't seen her in years. You said you've grown up and aren't into her scene anymore. I don't understand. We just talked about Jamie, I swear to God. Who cares when we talked about her? If you're not careful, you're going to end up drunk in the gutter or worse with her. Will you shut the hell up? Oh no. No, 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 no. We've got time for another one, right, man? I think we should call it quits for tonight. Ah, fine. Bit of an early night for me, but you're worth it. I appreciate that. Plus, I got work in the morning. Sunday truck delivery and inventory. You know, they keep making these goddamn TVs lighter and lighter, but they're so big and you can't ever get a good handle on them. Takes two people, anyway. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm not even supposed to be unloading the truck. I'm supposed to be there logging the inventory, but check this out. They hired this college kid a couple months back, real buff type, and he got cocky last weekend. Dropped an 80-incher while he was walking out of the truck, hit Jerry in the leg. 
So they let him go, and Jerry's out on workers' comp. So now on top of the inventory stuff, you know, my actual job, they got me trying to carry these monstrosities into the back of the store, too. Every Sunday morning for the foreseeable future. Until they hire a few more guys, anyway. That sucks, Jame. Yeah. Though, since we're down two men, it takes much longer, and I'm getting overtime most weeks, so there's that. I really should be getting back home. Yeah, I wouldn't want to upset Morgan. No, she's fine. I'm not exactly much of a night person anymore. That's not what you told me earlier. When earlier? I don't know. Hour ago? I don't remember that. I don't even remember driving here. That's because I drove. I know that. Or at least I think I know that. What did I say? She hates you going out as often as you do. Feels like she's being forgotten. Seventh inning stretch or some shit like that. I think you mean seven-year itch. She hates you going out as often as you do. Feels like she's being forgotten. Yeah, I know. You said that. She hates you going out as often as you do. Feels like she's being forgotten. All right, that's enough. You had way too much to drink. Give me your keys. What? No, I'm cool to drive. You're repeating yourself. You sound insane. I know I talk about work a lot, but they are different stories. I don't think I'm repeating them. No, about... You know, whatever. Let's go. You got it. Thanks for the drinks, Casey. I'll see you around. Ooh, I forgot to tell you. Guess who I saw in the store the other day? Capital J. No, but that's a good guess. The wrestling tour was back in town, but he didn't stop by this time. He's so much nicer than his onstage persona. Anyway, no, Lissa Strickland. Huh, my old prom date. What's she up to? Sounds like not much. Soon as we recognize each other, she asked about you, though. Really? What did you say? I told her you got married a few years ago. Got one of those fancy jobs where you sit in front of a computer all day. She seemed disappointed. At the computer thing? No, at the married thing. Oh, shit. Interesting, right? It was crazy, like I saw her whole face drop. I haven't seen Lissa in years. She must have been thinking about you for about as long, man. She's pretty hot, too. I mean, she was hot in high school, but she's still hot now. You have such a way with words. It's a wonder she didn't fall for you right then and there. You should send her a message sometime. And do what, exactly? Catch up. Give her some closure. Or something else, maybe? I don't know, man. None of my business. Just a thought. Thanks for the ride, Jamie. You bet. See you around. Hey, babe. I'm home. Be right down. Something's not right. How'd it go? How was Jamie? Uh, good. She's good. What's wrong? Nothing. We were out later than I expected, and I'm tired. That's all. Zach, you have so many skills, but lying is not one of them. What happened? I wish I knew. I thought we had these fights about me spending time with Jamie, and I couldn't remember meeting Jamie tonight. You see her a few times a year. Why would we fight about that? I don't know. 
But I could have sworn we did. Okay. What happened tonight? Jamie was acting really strange. <laughs> that sounds like Jamie. She was drinking, more than usual, and she was repeating herself. Oh no. Was she out of control? She was good enough to drive. And you know this because... She drove. Zack! If you were concerned she was going to drive drunk, you don't get in the damn car. I don't care if she's your friend. What if something happened to you? I know, I know. It was so stupid. Oh, thank God you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I can't lose you. I know. I'm sorry. I don't know how to ask you this, but I'm not going to risk saying nothing and living in regret. If Jamie is going to be like this, maybe you should distance yourself from her. You know, I was thinking the same thing. I know how important she is to you, but you are more important to me. Morgan, I need to tell you something. Promise me you won't get mad. Who is she? What? Relax, I'm joking. Morgan, what's going on? You tell me. You're the one that brought something up that might upset me. No, I mean, you really don't remember? You said almost this exact same thing to me earlier. You were joking about a mistress I might have. Are you feeling okay? No! I'm not okay! You yell and yell at me about Jamie. You don't remember any of it, or maybe you do. I'm not really clear on that. And then I come home from a night out with her, and you ask so matter-of-factly about her. You argue with me about how she's drunk and how she's always hooking up, even though I don't remember her doing anything out of the ordinary. And now tonight, she's barely sober enough to drive, and she implies I should find time to go somewhere private with my old high school girlfriend. She what?! I don't know what's true anymore. And I keep hearing this strange sound and it's giving me a headache or something. It's like it's making me stupid. Zach, calm down. You're scaring me. I don't want to go. I don't want to do this all over again. No one's going anywhere, Zach. You're fine. Please, sit down. I can't. I can feel it coming again. Will you sit down for a goddamn second? <sighs> Jamie is encouraging you to cheat on me, and we can't even talk about that because you're having some sort of existential crisis or something. You can't drop this bomb on me and then be like this. It's not fair. None of this is fair. Zach, please sit down. No! Please, God, no. Don't make me. Where am I? Oh, shit! Oh, man. You okay? What the hell, Jame? Sorry about the mailbox. I think I broke a headlight. Are you drunk? Nah. It's just dark out. I didn't see it. Your road is so janky, Zach. I thought it was wider than this. Oh, my God. Is everybody okay? I think so. What happened? Hey there, Morgan. I'm okay. I'm uh, I'm just gonna lean on this for a second. Jamie, how much have you had? Only a couple. Your street is so damn dark as all. And you didn't notice you were driving on our lawn? You could have killed us, you idiot! I already called 911. 
the police and an ambulance are on their way. Oh, that won't be necessary. Let me... How much do mailboxes cost? 60 bucks, right? I think I got it on me. Hang on. Jamie, I don't care about any of that. I'm simply glad to be alive. But don't you come around here anymore. I never want to see your face again. Come on, it was an accident. You're an accident. Don't be like this, Zach. After all we've been through? I thought we were going to hang out with Lisa and Casey next weekend. You can't throw all that away. You what? Morgan, I have no idea what she's talking about. Jamie, if my morals would let me, I'd ask you to get back into your car, drive away, and never look back. But I won't let you kill yourself. You're a real bitch, Morgan. Sorry, Zach. We're done, Jamie. I'm so glad you're safe. Me too. You were warning me about her for a while, Morgan, but I didn't see it. I'm sorry it got so out of control. I'm sorry that it nearly cost us everything. It's okay. It's over now. You mean you remember all those conversations? Yes, I do. Did you know I was going out with Jamie tonight? Yes, of course. And you were fine with that? Even after all those arguments? You don't need my permission to see your friends. Even though I rightly had strong reservations. This doesn't sound like you. What do you mean? You were giving me ultimatums about this. There's no way you would have let me go without another fight. Zack, it doesn't matter. It's all in the past now. It does matter. It always matters. Wait, weren't we outside? And the cops had just shown up. We were, but that was earlier. This isn't right. Everything is fine now. I don't believe you! Mrs. Fuller, I have to strongly advise against another regimen. This many iterations could have strong effects on memory and the ability to distinguish reality. Isn't that the point? I suppose. But this isn't meant to be a single-day solution. Some studies have suggested we can do as many as 80 iterations in a single session without incident. But as a precaution, we typically don't do any more than 50 iterations in a day when we're treating addicts. How many is that up to? 108. That's not so many more. I'm sure he's fine. Please, Mrs. Fuller. I'm sorry. I don't see any problems here. He consented. I consented. You're being paid either way, and we've signed a waiver absolving you of liability. I know, but this isn't what this treatment was designed to do. Those figures are for treating addiction, not for... Fixing marriages? I was going to say altering personal relationships. If you could only see the way he prioritizes his friends over me, you would understand. He has a problem. He has an addiction. Then, you'd like to proceed with another round? Yes. Let's do another 20 iterations. That shouldn't take too long. It depends on how successful they are. The longer they go, the better the result. And he won't remember any of the failures. He shouldn't, but we are in uncharted waters. I can't guarantee it. How does this work, anyway? What makes an iteration successful? 
It depends on the person. The program is going to find ways to break his dependencies and refocus them. Sometimes it's through guilt, violence, arguments, brushes with death. Sometimes, none of the above. We won't know for sure until we wake him up. He'll be all the better for it. We'll be together and happy like we were in the beginning. He'll be a changed man. I can promise you that. Zack Fuller agreed to improve his relationship with his wife through whatever means necessary. But at what cost? His friends? Definitely. His sanity? Possibly. All of this because of a very advanced procedure conducted in Dark Valley. This has been Episode 8, Try Again. This episode was written by Mark Zurich and directed by Elsbeth Denman. Zach was played by Byron Hagen. Morgan was played by Eva Ding. Jamie was played by Elizabeth Ann Remar. The Doctor was played by Jesse Singleton. The narrator was played by Mark Zurich. Dark Valley is produced and edited by Elsbeth Denman. This podcast is recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. It is made possible by the generous support of our patrons at patreon.com slash darkvalleypod, including Ryan Asthamer, Ryan Bolter, Callie Ann, Marianne Menjack, Joshua Denman, Madeline Denman, and Michael Bowman. Next time on Dark Valley. Can you get that chair? Who's ringing us at this hour? Oh my god. Laura! Laura, come here! What? Is everything... Scotty, is it really you? It's really me, Mom. I was so afraid I had lost you forever. Sorry about your plate. Who gives a damn about the plate? What's all the yelling about? Hey, Courtney. Scotty. You're back. To learn more about our show, please visit darkvalleypod.com.